I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth, this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Glad to be part of your Wednesday. You're listening to The Bottom Line on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Joyce Woodman, Chris Sneed joining you from the First United Bank studio. Bullfighter says, nope, Sneed, sorry, R- or Rip is, <laughs> said R.I.P. Rip is already taken. He said a picture of his uh, his pup, Rip. Oh, okay, sweet. Uh, there could be more than I was one Rip about, in Lubbock. Yeah, and I was thinking about Ralph or, you know, uh, Ted. What if it's a girl dog? You could do bat. Have Beth and then, uh, oh, and then Rip and Beth could hang out together, yeah, or something like that. Uh, can someone please explain Weaver's hair to me? Um, <laughs> I would say this: oh my my, my wife during the game started to call him Jar Jar Binks, and uh, <laughs> and uh, and she said oh, that's a good so. One. She also described his hair his hairdo as every every sorority girl's diploma. Uh, cap and gown picture. Okay. You know how that it, the how that how the cap hangs on the back of their head. Kendall Weaver's his name, right? Chindle. Chindle Weaver. Yeah. And uh, which is even weirder. And uh, I looked hair. at him. I was like, that bro got a five head, man. No, you know? that's like a six head. That Peyton is man. Manning's I got mean, a five head. That I mean, that thing goes halfway up his dude, scalp. I mean, I know you had a good night. You don't normally have a good night against Tech. You had a good night last night. But I could watch the game film on your forehead, man. Like I could put the projector right there and just brush it on your forehead. Like he intentionally like cuts the line back there. You can see it's dude, cut. Dude, that's I, I don't that's understand. A bad, that's a bad look, man. I look, I get that I'm I'm not, you know, in tune with all the hairstyles now. That's not a hairstyle, man. But whatever he's got going there is uh, that I mean, hey interesting. His hairline is receding faster than the French army. <laughs> You would think he agreed to a dare on that one. Yeah, well, he lost a bet. Right, but like... Maybe he lost still... a bet, and someone says, hey, man, if you do this, I'm going to get to cut your hairline all the way back here. I mean, or it is... Maybe, maybe his barber's mad at him, because if he if he Ooh. paid for that haircut, he's going to go and find his barber and slap the taste out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah, I don't get that one. Uh, the other one that I don't understand is like the reverse fro mohawk. I've seen... Who used to have that? I don't know. Where you get like the afro in the back and then it's, it's shag, really dog. short. It's the shag. shag. Oh, that's right. The shag, dog. I don't understand that one. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. You used to, you know, you used to have that, the, you get a little box on the top and you and you cut it tight on the sides and then you get a little little waterfall there and you get a little shag. And if you really did it, you get the ducktail in the back, man. Yeah. I, I was mean, rocking that back in about 1983. Oh my gosh, the ducktail. <laughs> the, no, I, uh, so I don't have the same hair as, uh, as a couple of my boys and I, if anybody asks it's a, me to it's get a, some of these, it's just I'm a, like, "It's a black guy mullet, man. It's a brillet. That's exactly what I thought of. It's, it's a, a it's, it's a, a black brillet. guy mullet. Yeah. It's a brillet. Okay, a brother mullet. All right, see. But yeah, if any of my kids ever ask me to look like uh, Chindle Weaver, then man, sorry, I'm, I'm like, we're shaving you, man, you bald before that. Jar Jar Binks, man. Jar yep. Jar Binks looking good. <laughs> That's pretty good. All right. Um, I think Terry found him on the road outside of Roswell. Okay. Rip. I think he's talking about Rodney Terry. Oh, Rodney found, Terry found what was Rodney oh, Terry. Story, no, he's saying man. Weaver. Weaver's an alien. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh, okay. I think that's God. what he's meaning. Um, I don't understand the game plan to continue to drive to the basket in the second half. No high screens to open three, I, and then no press at the 10-minute mark. To the, the thing that was interesting to me, they, it, it was like UT intentionally left the back door open and dropped helped, dropped helped and came there, and they were able to swat that ball. How many times did they swat that ball on the, when they left it open? Yeah. They invited the drive. Yeah, they and did. And then they drop helped, and boom, off the – Look, I, I think, I think um, if you're simplifying Texas Tech's problems right now, and you can simplify this to one person more than anybody, but more than anything. But if you don't shoot the basketball better, you're not going to be a successful team. Have you down noticed the how bad 
and I'm going to get to say, go ahead and say it, how bad Pop has been without Warren Washington on the floor. It's not how off how the offense changes between Pop and Warren when Warren is not on the floor. He opens up so many things for him, both inside and out. And I think that that the injury is not it's 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 affected the offensive flow just from having it's not running through Warren anymore. And it was before, and I think that that without him out there, that the offense is different. It's changed, it's stagnant. Ball gets sticky, and you know I, I think guys are looking around, looking for openings, and they've mm-hmm. they've said, "Hey, we're gonna give you this little lane, but then watch this," and we just sucked right into it every time. Yeah. Um, Wendell, I mean, and and I will say this, I will say this because we won't be able to say it here in a minute. I'm gonna say congratulations to the students that pointed out that idiot student that that was throwing water bottles and and uh, fedora sunglass. Um, ninja mask with a sports coat student okay. that, that helps subdue that guy. First, you were cool as hell for the dressing like that to the game. <laughs> and two, that was a great job. You helped out the you helped out the officers and yeah. and put that guy uh and then Tony Bradford, the mayor, showed up yep. and he just said he tried to reason with that cat and um and then and then he said, No, we're done reasoning here. You're just gonna leave. Look, Brock Cunningham was an absolute punk in a lot of words mm-hmm. I can't say on the radio. And unfortunately, this guy and others that are throwing stuff on the floor take away from the attention of the idiot mm-hmm. that Brock Cunningham is because of what you're doing you by throwing made, stuff on the floor. Yeah, you you took the attention from him. He was he was the sinner. He was the bad guy. He was the villain. He was getting ejected from the game. Everything was about that was bad. It was going to be all about him. And then you turned it into our student section is terrible. Yeah, our, we we have undisciplined students that can't control themselves in anger. You try to match bad with more bad, and it's yeah. hey, look, Brock Cunningham though. What he deserves is is a suspension, a game suspension from the league because it was it. an absolutely Won't it was an it. absolute cheap shot. Won't is what it. it was. Won't get it. He takes a a true football hit to a defenseless player. Yeah. Darren Williams is going for the ball. Brock Cunningham never goes for the ball. He lowers his shoulder into the midsection of Darian Williams. And, man, what maturity by Williams to keep his cool in that moment. Like he, I think he was still shocked at what happened to begin with. Yeah. He's like, um, did this guy just hip check me? <laughs> but, and, and Joe Toussaint got in there and defended his teammate. And, yeah. and uh, it's just, it's, it's disgusting. Not, hey, You're right. He won't get it. I, I wish I, Brett Warmark would hey, send a fan? message, though. It's not your job, fan. No. To you, what are you gonna? You're gonna exact justice by hitting him with a water bottle? That's stupid. I mean, that's stupid. What you did was you cost Tech two free throws, right? And you know, yeah, Brock cutting. Yeah, we got kicked out of the game, but we we got assessed free throws, and um, you went to jail, and that's uh, you know I don't feel bad for you, you know, and I can't wait for you. I hope you get kicked out of school too. Whoa. I mean, if you're taking a swing at a cop, which it sounds like you did, then yeah, you deserve yeah. to be kicked out of school. I mean, that's, drunk I, I'm moment. just, yeah. I have very little patience for that. I mean, I am a, I am a strive for honor type of dude. Yeah, I, I mean, every person, the, the first person that hasn't done something dumb in their life, but you know, I've never, I've never been so mad that I've thrown a water bottle on the field or anything like that. Same here. I've never had to do that. You know, I mean, yeah. I, hey, I'm sitting right next to all the UT fans. I was. Four feet away from all those people putting their guns, I mean, their guns up, their horns up, <laughs> doing all that. And, and you know and what? You, and I can't say anything about it because what am I going to do? Lose my job for that? Hey, that, this kid probably, you know, hey, by the way, hitting a cop's a felony. Yeah, it is. So and, good luck with that for the rest of your life, kiddo. Hope it was worth it. And once again, Brock Cunningham probably would have been much more of a highlight, much more mm-hmm. of a national story for the idiocy that he displayed and the cheap shot, mm-hmm. which is what it was. It was an absolute cheap shot. He's a punk. I don't think he has any remorse for the situation. Didn't act like it as he throws his horns up on the way out. Um, I mean, he tried He tried to act like to the ref, like, what? What are you talking yeah. about? How's that a foul on me? He yeah. he's thought that initially when he knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah. But, again, he didn't, the he focal didn't, point isn't Brock Cunningham. It's not. It's it's the it's, it's bad the students at, at Texas Tech. 
Congratulations. Congratulations. You made it about the students. Unfortunately. Hope you're happy there. Good job, kiddo. Brock Cunningham will get his somewhere. He will. And maybe his is just, you know, sweeping up in a McDonald's someday because he sucks at basketball. But you, you can't take it on yourself and toss water bottles on the floor. It's just stupid. Right, that's my. That's my. I, I was, that, we'll talk more basketball. I'm glad the students pointed that kid out. That's. I am glad of that. I uh, do. They gave that kid up, man. They <laughs> gave that kid up so fast. This might be the best one on Weaver. He looks like a catfish. <laughs> that might. That's pretty apropos. More from you on the chat line and Kaylee's Dailies coming up next on 100.7 The Score. Getting to the points. But taking the scenic route to get there, this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Appreciate you joining us on this hump day. Listen to the Bottom Line on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Chris Snead joining you from the First United Bank Studio. We are your Wednesday afternoon therapy session. You got any problems? We'll we'll listen to them. Texas Tech basketball or otherwise, maybe you get you know girl problems. We might listen to those. We'll see. Or maybe you're just a idiot student doesn't know how to control your anger in the stands. Yeah, without throwing stuff. I would tell that student to text in, but he's he's still got to be in jail at this point, right? No, he went. Tried to, to go to class today. He had to go to class. He had a test this morning apparently and was uh, denied access. So he tried to go, and they didn't let him in. Oh, poor guy. That's too bad. All right, time for Kaylee's Dailies. Kaka. Yes. Ben. Choice. So. Uh, it's time for Kaylee's Daily. It's brought to you, of course, but always by me. Um, today, Kaylee says, you know Chuck tried to send me a bill for that? No. <laughs> no, uh, because you're... Kaylee says, we should never judge a book by its cover, even if his name is Brock Cunningham. Uh, even in the diverse world of animal species, is a prime example of this. Is this the Rakali? Rakali? The Rakali? I figured you would know how to I say know. it. I tried to find it, but... Uh, the Rakali, Rakali... Uh, also called the Australian water rat. It's considered Australia's version of an otter. And what do we know about the otter? Um, that they otter... No, otters, otters are jerks. Oh, oh yes, they are okay. jerks. Um, this semi-aquatic mammal is known for being the largest endemic rodent species in Australia. Rackalies have been known to be recorded at lengths of over... Rackley. Rackleys. Okay, what? Over... Started over. I was. What's their length? Over. Uh, let's go with uh, two and a half feet. Two feet long. Uh, Rackley are not the most eye-catching mammals since they do resemble very large rats, but they serve an important ecological role. Do you know what that is? They clean up the feces around the pond. They are omnivorous rodents. They have been known to eat fish, close. insects, frogs, and certain plants. They have also been known to eat various types of fungi. This fungus food tendency allows for various types of fungi to be distributed by rackley through Australian waterways, which increases the food diversity and thus the species diversity. Rackley are also known for eating poisonous cane toad species. They avoid the toxic glands of the toad by surgically removing the heart, liver, and gallbladder and then consuming the leftover carcass. The rackley. Okay. That's actually not a bad-looking animal. They are, you know, Kaylee says they're not very eye-catching. I think, they, I think they look kind of cute. I mean, it looks like a cross between a rat and an otter. Okay. I like otters. I don't care if they're jerks. They're still cute. Um, Kaylee says when you're, at the, uh, at your, when you're at the aquarium, you never turn your back on the otters. They, they, will, always, they will always do something to you. Like sneak attack? They will sneak attack you. Okay. That's why they all think they're jerks. But the Rackley won't do that? I have no idea. Huh. I can only take your word for it that her word for it that the otters are, are you know, jerk stores. Yeah. yeah. 
That's not that's not what she actually says. <laughs> she probably says meaner words. Oh. <laughs> um do they have like a good fur? Can you make it into a coat? I, I, you mean like a chinchilla? <laughs> yeah, turn it into a coat. Have you ever known anyone to have a chinchilla coat? Not a, not a coat. I do know they can be made into coats. Yeah, but I mean, you keep hearing They're about so how cute. valuable chinchilla are, and that you can't, you don't want to. But I've never in my entire life seen anyone ever wear a chinchilla coat. No, I've I've mink coat, but That's not it. chinchilla. Yeah, yeah. Is I mean, are they, are they the Seems same like thing? Are they are they the same thing? No, those no? are different. No, I had a uh, friend that had a chinchilla in high school, and they fur is murder. Great, <laughs> fur is also tasty. Not the fur, the, the meat, meat underneath the fur. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been chewing on a ball of fur. Uh, Trey says Weaver looks like the guy from House Party. Ah, kid. Weaver looks like if you push a random player creator in any sports game, that's what you get. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Joe was tired of Cunningham's bleep. Yeah. Toussaint was. Yeah. Uh, here's a statement. The old man wonders if there's an internal issue with the Tech basketball game team. Last couple of games, they're out of sync, taking horrible shots, can't finish shots, getting out-rebounded. What do y'all think? I, I say I stand by my statement about Warren Washington. I think I think Warren Washington's the main yep. – uh, the lack of Warren Washington is the main problem. But I also think you're seeing a team press a little bit more. I'm, I'm not I, talking about press in the backcourt. You're seeing them take more shots because they're getting rushed and they want want to see something go through. So you're seeing worse shots taken. The game There's, is speeding up on them. Yeah, I, I think they're I think they're forcing the issue a little bit more yep. because of the losses piling up. Mm-hmm. And and we say piling up. You've lost two in a row. You were eight and five just a little bit ago with a big win over TCU. You've lost two in a row against two winnable teams. Yeah. And that's where that's where it's frustrating. Now, but you go win at Morgantown, which is not an easy thing. No, it, you and know, it feels all the, better. All the three easy games that you see down the stretch, well, the two easy games, are not so easy anymore. And so, I mean, they were probably easier with Warren Washington and everybody a full complement of players. But without Washington in the fold, you know, and it's kind of funny to see how how much of a settling influence he is on the offense. Yeah, he's in there. Well, yeah, he's a guy that automatically draws people away in the paint because yes. if you don't, he's going to leap over you and yam it on your head. Yeah. And that's he's done that several times this year, so he his presence automatically demands a respect. So I, I think you're right with Warren Washington in the offense, um, but you've won games without him as well. So yeah. You, you may have to you may have to do that this weekend. We don't know that he'll be back because, you know, I was kind of hoping that there was a little bit of playing possum and hey, we'll we'll sacrifice the UCF game for the to get him fully healthy. I was hoping Texas. so too. But. And you know, and and you know, Grant said, "Hey, I'm not trying to trick anybody here." Yeah. Uh, someone asked, "Is Texas Tech going to have trouble getting into the NCAA tournament?" I don't think so. Not with this conference and its RPI and. And the no, net, the net of this conference is not gonna. You're sitting right now, needing one more win. Yeah, you got three games left, and even, even so, one win could be in the or in the Big Twelve tournament. Out of your final three, and two of them are against the worst two teams in the league. Mind you, I get the road games, and nothing's easy. I'm not saying it is. I would still, as bad as you've seen Tech play in the last couple of games. I would still be surprised if you lost out and went on a five-game losing streak to, to end the season. Yeah. I'd be surprised at that. Um, I just don't think this team and how it's coached will do that, even with the injuries and the issues. If you win one more game, I will guarantee you're in the NCAA tournament. 20 wins, 9-9 nine and nine record in the Big 12. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, that's a guarantee. That's, that's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It, yeah. I will guarantee you're, you're that gets you in. You're the best – basketball league in america yeah. and, you're, and you're finishing on the top half of that or right in the middle of it yeah you're in you're if in. you win one more game right now you're sitting kind of on the like even if tech didn't win another you'd Ten be and eight in, in that league, conversation you'll be you'll be fine yeah um brock is lucky weaver stopped joe t from absolutely beating his bleep yeah yeah, I think Toussaint was about to. Yeah, that could, and it's him. probably the best thing for Toussaint for that to happen. Yeah, Weaver hugged him and carried him away. Um, it's the only good thing Weaver did. Big Huey says, as soon as 
Oh, he played pretty well, unfortunately. I know. As soon as Coach came on the mic, my wife turned to me and said, oh, no, Dad is mad at us. <laughs> kind of had that feeling. Yeah, he But was good right. for him for doing but it. But you know what? I yeah. mean, the students responded. They did. And you know what? We have a great student section. I don't want anyone to come off me thinking that I didn't like what our students did. We have we had about, you know, of that 3,500 students, 4,000 students that were in there, you had about 10 that were complete jackasses. The rest of them were, were good, rowdy. They're being the fans that they should be. You know, they camped out for days to, to get where they were at. Mm-hmm. And, you know, God bless them. You know, we, everyone that w- did that. But you have a couple of kids that, that just think, hey, I'm going to make this about me. When you have those kinds of kids in the stands, point them out. Sure. Make, make them accountable. You know, because they're messing it up for you. They're making it harder for you to do what you want to do. You want to continue to be rowdy and have fun and Raider Riot and all those things that go with it. When you get one like that, get that guy out of there because he's messing it up for the rest of us. And I'm glad you all did that. Y'all pointed him out, and I still, Fedora, Ninja, glasses wearing with the sport coat on, man. I love that dude. You're a man of mystery, man. A little too long for a horse name, but well done. Hey, have a great day. See you tomorrow. Bottom line continues on 100.7 score. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth, this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Thanks for hanging with us on a hump day. We are the bottom line. Your uh, Wednesday afternoon therapy session, if needed. Maybe you're way past the game already and want to move on. That's fine, but uh, you want to talk about it, we're here for you. Yates Flooring Center chat line wide open. Visual Edge IT hotline if you want your voice to be heard, 806-771-0973. He's Jamie. I'm Choice. Uh, Sooner in Lubbock. Sorry, I'm a little late to this Sooner. But it says, as of right now, I don't know if this team is built to make it very far in March. Jamie, agree or disagree with that statement? Right now, I'll agree with it. I mean, you you don't have enough size inside. Uh, rebounding is an issue. Uh, defending in the post is an issue. And you don't have guards that are – so it's not a situation right now where you're like, okay, well, they don't have bigs, but they can light it up from the outside. Yeah. Nope. Can't. Not I, right I, now. I can't disagree with it at, at yeah. all as much as I want to. there's The way this so. team has played in the last few games – and again, it's if you want to just dumb down basketball to its simplest form, who can make shots better than, or more than the other team? Who makes the most shots in a game? That is that is simplifying basketball to its purest make points. form. Make points. And Texas Tech has not been making shots lately. Mm-hmm. And it, you gave up eighty-one points to Texas, and you know I said this at the beginning of the game or the beginning of the show, Jamie, but I I think I was pretty – this may have been the most disappointed I've walked away from a game, and maybe the opponent has to do with that. It just felt like for 30 minutes, the fire that we're so used to seeing with Coach McCaslin's teams wasn't there. It almost felt to me – and I could be way off base with this, but it almost felt to me like Coach McCaslin or assistant coaches or whomever said – Hey, this atmosphere is going to be wild tonight. Don't let it overamp you. Don't let it hype you up too much. And the team came out to me fairly flat. It didn't seem like you were winning 50-50 balls. It seemed like you're just kind of playing cool early in the game. And until the Brock Cunningham incident happened, it didn't seem like that that chip was there, or that fire was there. You remember we we've had this conversation um when Pop Isaacs was taking some criticism for his shooting percentage before it became atrocious. It was yeah. just not you good. And I, I think we had this conversation off air first. Yeah. Okay. It was just not good. Yeah. And I talked to you about the fact that <clears throat> sometimes you got to have that guy that's not afraid in a big spot to take a shot, that's not afraid to be aggressive, that's not afraid, you know, when, hey, the other team's just gone on an 8 0 run. Okay, give me the ball. I'm going to try to end this run. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, 
four seconds left on the clock and we're tied. We need a bucket to win it. You need you need those guys. And those guys sometimes aren't going to have the best percentage. Yeah. Okay? But they're the guys that kind of get it done and everybody else kind of follows along. Everybody kind of – it's like you remember the, the – or you've heard the saying in baseball where it's like uh, you're, you're – your starting pitcher brings confidence to everybody else. Like the hitters are like, oh man, we got, we can, we're relaxed. We got, uh, we got choice on the mound. We know if we score two runs, man, we're, we're good to go. Okay. Yeah. So, so everybody relaxes at the plate and doesn't press and all that kind of stuff. Right. Those kind of things. Well, I think pop Isaacs has been a guy that has been able to do this for the, for this team. He has given confidence to his teammates he has been a guy that I'll I'll lead the way. I'll take charge, okay? He's not right now he can't be that guy cuz he can't make shots. Yeah. And so it, to me it felt like our team just like is like okay, I'm hope I'm hoping he gets it going. I'm hoping he gets it going and everybody else is just like um stepping back and he's not getting it going. And everybody else is kind of their the confidence level from everybody mm-hmm kind of followed along with okay well if pop can't score how are we going to score and then suddenly everybody's tentative and there wasn't enough being aggressive going to the basket i feel like joe Toussaint has become super tentative super tentative yeah it seems like the only time or he always attacks looking for a foul instead of looking yeah. to finish right and i think that there's some of that with pop too okay um but i, I just feel like you don't have a dude right now you don't have a guy on the court that's like, hey, climb on my back, let's go. And you have a guy with that mentality, but he went 0 for 10 in the first half. And, and he went through a stretch of, what, 1 for 29, I think? Like, it's just – Yeah, he – At some point, you got to tell him no, right? I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm just going off of this. I, I will tell you, at halftime, I was like, okay, we might consider needing to play him less right now. Yeah. Okay. But then he came out sure. super aggressive, and I liked it. It was great. Truth of the matter is, it was all garbage time. Okay. By and that point, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're down 24 at halftime. It's all garbage time. But at least I liked his aggressive nature. And that's what I'm hoping that we can take away from last night's game is, okay, well, maybe he got a little confidence back. Maybe yeah. he maybe he got his flow going again. Whatever. Yeah. You know, and maybe the vibe's positive. Trying to come up with, you know, kids' words. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> and so uh, that rap I'm guy's that. girlfriend. Uh, so I'm hoping that was the case, but we just right now. I mean, nobody looks like they're super confident at the offensive end. Yeah, I think that's where it begins. But I was also just effort-wise, and again, fire and intensity. I just don't think you played good on defense early on. To me, yeah, too- if if the Brock Cunningham incident happened in the first half, I think it changes the game. <laughs> I think – seriously, I think you, 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 you might saw be right. a difference in the team after yeah. that happened. Yeah. It's like, oh, hey, wake up there, which is shocking to me in that game, in that atmosphere, that it seemed a little, you know, bleh from the team. So I I don't know. You know what, do you, what do you also make of the fact that – I don't I – don't, you know, I was just kind of thinking about this yesterday. These games against Texas, you know, they mean so much to our fans. And in the old days, I think they meant so much to the players. I just don't know if it means as much to, and I'm not trying to bag on the transfer portal or whatever. I'm just saying I don't know that it means as much to guys who, They've not been, uh, you know, I've played this team for three straight years and I hate losing to them and I hate how they act and all that. When when you're bringing in guys and you have so many guys on your team that have never played Texas before, never don't have the hatred and, the, and all that, and then you throw into it, hey, this is huge for everybody here yeah. with their maybe that, that pressure they feel for. it's This is massive for our fans. This is massive for our coaches. I don't really know why. I don't feel it. It just feels like you, you would like to think they just have the pride. Hey, it's another team to play. I want to play and win. But maybe that pressure was just, I don't know, maybe that was why they looked tentative or, or scared out of the gates. I don't know. I The last two years, I think you've seen that 
that fire. I mean, you beat the you were a terrible team last year, and you beat the number six Longhorns in town. It seemed like the fire was there for that game. Yeah, the year before, fair. when Chris Beard was here, maybe it had more to do with him. But Adonis Arms, who had never had anything to do with Chris Beard, looked pretty darn good in that game and was fired up for that sure. game. So, sure. so I, I get the point you're saying, and I think there's probably some legitimacy to it. But there is still something about that logo, yeah. Especially in this state, where sometimes it's the um, guys feeling shortchanged that they didn't get the offer from Texas, and mm-hmm. they may have wanted it mm-hmm. coming out of high school. Well, probably, the, these aren't a lot more, of Texas kids, so who knows if they tr- have true. That same it's probably way more prevalent and, in football yeah. because most of the time it's a Texas Tech roster filled with Texas kids yes. that didn't get an offer from Texas. Sure. Maybe that 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 hatred's there for that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, basketball. You yeah. you might be right. And, and somebody on the chat line mentions that when we beat them in Austin, we saw our players doing horns down. So maybe true. Yeah, yeah. Do. I don't know if that means they're passionate about it or that they're they like everybody else seen the horns down thing. It's the thing to do. And and to disagree slightly with the texture here, I don't have a problem you doing horns down when you're beating the horns. Yes, I, mean, I can't stand doing horns this. down when we're facing Oklahoma State. Like to me, if. And it's going to look way worse next year when they're not even in your, yes. your league when you've got little eight-year-olds yeah. who have learned to – and it's not just eight-year-olds, but the, it seems to be where it starts. So these little kids, instead of flashing oh, you your guns grown, up, you get you the see grown men doing horns it. down yeah. as soon as they go on the big screen, yeah. and you will have not played yeah. the horns for a year. Yeah, and that that's when it's silly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have that's a problem when you're beating them or when you're in the midst of playing them, do it all you want. Yeah, that's where the living rent-free thing comes in. But, yeah, when, yeah, yeah, I got no problem. I'm I'm 100% in the boat with you. It's a, it's along the lines of my frustrations with the overrated chant. I, I can't stand that one either. It's a dumb one. All right, plenty more from you on the chat line. We'll continue that after our question of the day. That's coming up next. You're listening to The Bottom Line on 100.7 The Score. Bringing you the truth or something like the truth, this is The Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Glad to be part of your hump day. You're listening to The Bottom Line on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman. And Jamie Lent joining you from the First United Bank studio. Uh, coming up in, let's say, 30 minutes, the Aggies, I think, need to uh, change their name to the Dodgers. Okay. I think they need to change their name to the Dodgers. Uh, Dodgers have a way cooler logo. Um, sure, sure. But we'll, I'll tell you why. Who wants to tell Dodger jokes? Oh, buddy. I don't know. I bet I bet Giants fans want to tell Dodger jokes. Mm. It's not as widespread, but sure. I'll tell you why coming up in uh, 30 minutes. Right now, it's time for a question. Time now for Jamie's question of the day. Brought to you by someone not named Jamie. That sounded weird. It All did. right. Jamie. Yeah, Joyce. I'm giving you the most simple, broad question in the world. What does Texas Tech basketball need to do to get right before the NCAA tournament? You can paint this whichever direction you want. It can be resting players, injuries. It can be telling Pop Isaacs not to shoot it after he's gone 0 for 3 in a game. What does Texas Tech have to do? to get more right before the uh, the NCAA tournament rolls around. See, I don't think Chance McMillan looked great last night either. Agreed. He didn't look normal. Uh, so I'm he looked timid. S- do, I, do I just get one answer? You could start with one. We'll let Ben okay. give one, and then you can just give the plethora okay. after that. Uh, first and foremost, I'm going to go health. I've got to get healthy. A and B... Uh, they've got to shoot better from behind the arc. <laughs> I'm only going to give one answer, but we'll turn it into an A and B. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
like it. All right. Well, you said I could give one and then like turn it in. So uh, I just yeah, turned this, it. This, here, let's give a PowerPoint or a, yeah, yeah, one A, one B. Give you a lot of old bullet points. Tie goes to the runner, you know. Plus enough. Ben. So my answer is probably don't even apply to before the NCAA tournament because this solution won't work. But your lack of depth with your bigs being either hurt or in foul trouble, which you've had for consecutive weeks. And uh, if I were to have a A and B, I'd say shot selection. Like you mentioned earlier, Toussaint and Pop like to dribble penetrate just to get a foul and not for the finish. Okay. And okay. better shooting from beyond the arc. Well, he got an A, B, and a C. I know, he went three. Yeah. So, I mean, I go four here? Sure. A, B, C, D. Sure. All right. Uh, Pop, Isaac, shoot better. That's four, A, B, C. Now, I man, I, I think I echo what you're saying. Health is is number one because McMillan still didn't look healthy. Um, Warren Washington. And I, I don't know if you get all the way healthy, but you got to find a way to get him back on the floor because his presence matters. Oh, big time. Greatly. Big time, absolutely. You look at the, the drives by your guards last night, and especially in the first half, you saw shot block after shot block. Again, guys looking for fouls instead. If you have that backside lob presence of Warren Washington that we know is there, mm-hmm. it pulls those defenders away. Yeah. pulls the backside help away where you have to respect it. If not, you're going to toss it up, and he goes higher than everybody else to get it and dunk it. Mm-hmm. So um, health is, has got to be the one thing that can help this team out. Um, but if if there was a magic little you – know, you know they have these like IV bars. Have you seen these? IV bars. Yeah, they've got them in Lubbock or like all over, but an IV bar where you go in like for your lunch break, spend 70 or 80 bucks, and there's different concoctions of IVs of what you're deficient in. Okay. So, you know, oh, I need a lot of B12 today. So I could go in there and like, and you go sit down, leaping ability, and I could get an well, IV. That's where I was going with this. You said where I was deficient. <laughs> I don't know if that helps that or much. Man, wouldn't could, that be great? We could get uh, go but, into an IV bar with Chuck and put patience in there. Okay. Okay. I, I don't think there's anything that's going to fix that. Chuck's listening right now, too. He and Mark are on sure the way to. Uh-huh. I guarantee you they're listening uh-huh. on the way to, to Dallas. We know Mark's got Fort plenty Worth. of patience. He hangs out with Chuck as yeah. much as he does. Yeah. Yeah. What's the word count on that car, car <laughs> ride? <laughs> Mark and Chuck, I said this to Chuck this morning. Mark and Chuck going to and from Fort Worth. They're driving there and back today. I mean, what what's the over under on the words and between those two? That's mm-hmm. got to be. And mm-hmm. the, and they're going to, you know, call a game in between too. Mm. Well, there's, yeah. there's quite a few words there. They so, should have taken um one of those uh <laughs> the clear? <laughs> no. <laughs> they should have taken one of those golf guy guys at at uh, golfing events. When a guy's about to tee off, he holds up the sign quiet, and says, please. quiet, please. <laughs> <laughs> and just every once in a while, oh, yeah. randomly from the back seat, just like, stick out the sign. Guys, we need to yeah, gonna wear your voices out before the game. <laughs> no. Um, so the IV bars, I'm saying if there was some magic IV that gave this team confidence again. Yeah. That's what this team is missing right now. It just looks like a team. And you talked about it kind of starting with Pop Isaacs and trickling down. But the whole team just doesn't look like they have the confidence they played with. I mean, this mm-hmm. this same team two weeks ago beat, beat Kansas snot out of Kansas. Yeah. Just crushed Kansas I on think, their home floor. I think Williams is the only one who does. Looks like he's got confidence? Yeah. 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 But he's not as assertive as – it's not his game to be that assertive. Yeah. He, he did that particular game just because he, he was hot. Yeah, I hope it leads to that, though. I mean, last night, I mean, he it's still a mess of a night. He ends up with, what, 16 points? Yeah, I, I think he's going to turn into that player. He may be just not quite there yet. Yeah. Um, okay, do you have more you wanted to add? You said no, you had I just listed. I gave you my two. Okay, that'll work. Uh, I like your answer about confidence, though. Jamie, I... I disagree. It's always okay to do horns down, but I absolutely detest that school, so my opinion is biased. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just I think it's the living rent free in your head thing to me. I'm I you said that what, two or three years ago and 
I'm like, it just, yeah, it, it, it didn't bother me until you pointed that out. It just looks like you're obsessed with that. Exactly. It's like they're winning even when they're not playing you. (laughs) Yeah. Careful choice. Jamie's going to make you take a P test. All right. For the IV thing. Have you, have you heard of these? I have not heard of an IV bar. I don't know if they're still around. They were a craze for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Ivy, yeah, looks like in Lubbock. So, you want to go with me? Mm, what are you giving me? What do I get? Oh man, let's see. Inject let's see what they. Height? I want to see what they have. Uh, oh, they have like mobile IV, so you can get a so we can a have truck to come here, here to the building. While and, we're doing the show, we could just be hooked oh. up. So these are great for cold and flu, dehydration, that makes muscle sense. fatigue. They've got like. Mm-hmm. And extra add-ons. You get add-ons into these. Mm. So your My left vitamin B. My left bothering me a little bit right now. Can can you do something for that? Get some pepsids, some magnesium. Mm-hmm. I bet it does. I bet you can. I bet you feel pretty good after these. Awesome. Uh, problem with me is you know sticking me in the arm. I'm I'm out on that. You're out. I hate needles. Like like right now I'm getting cringy. Okay. Like just the thought of a needle going in there. I've always hated needles, but one time I uh, I had to go to the doctor, and I was super dehydrated when I did, and this nurse misses like seven times, and it's digging around, <laughs> like n- trying to find the vein, and misses, just, oh, no, and then goes back in again, and trying to, like, digging around in there, trying to find the vein. I can't find it. She keeps going. I about passed out. Oh. Did you have a vein? Maybe you didn't. Why are we blaming her? I think I had one in there, but you didn't try the other arm. They I've did eventually. Few, yes, they tried I've, the other. I've arm. I've had that a few times where they couldn't the first time, and it's like we're gonna go to the other arm. Oh, I hate it! I hate it so much. Yeah. So, I like the thought of the IV thing, but yeah. no. Joyce hates needles <laughs> like I hate snakes. Uh, apparently, people are saying that almost everybody people do these IVs mostly for hangovers. <laughs> Also makes sense. Yes, does does make sense. Makes sense. Which all right, is lo- why you and I have been there a ton. Yeah, we hang out there all the time. Lots more from you we on the chat be line. As a sponsor of this show. I think the show prior to us <laughs> definitely would work. I don't know. They call your drinks, but he's out till like two a.m. all the time. Doing what? Well, it's TV stuff mostly. <laughs> so he he probably could use one. A little boost. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Glad to be part of your hump day. You're listening to the Bottom Line on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Jamie Lint, with you from the First United Bank studio. We'll get back to some more of your thoughts, some more basketball talk. I'm going to zip through some headlines here. Tech basketball lost if you missed it, 81-69. Game was not that close, but uh, Tech narrowed it to 12 at the end. You, you I'm happy the way the team fought back. You know, they kept sure. they kept battling there at the end. And like, like you said, you know, the it seemed like there was a fire burning after after sure. after the intentional foul there, the injection. So um, it did feel like at that point you you got a little fire and. You did see a little bit more motivation. You wish it had come a little bit earlier. Yep. Uh, 81-69, Tech falls to Texas, moves to 8-7 and seven in league play. Red Raiders next in action against West Virginia. From West Virginia on Saturday, Texas Tech women in action tonight. They're trying to snap a seven-game skid against the last team they beat. They'll be in Fort Worth against Texas Christian this evening. You can tune it in at 6.30 with tip-off 6 o'clock coverage start time on 107.7 Yes FM. Texas Tech track and field back to number one, the men's team, after the uh, Big 12 championship over the weekend. Where they uh, belong. Yes, number one. I think they got a legit shot at winning the national title this year. Did you see the the other number one team over this stretch? Oop. You know, I was looking, thinking, okay, it's going to be an Arkansas or a Florida or something. Northern Arizona. Whoa. It's the other one that was ranked number one in that stretch where Tech was 
number one, then number two, then back to number one. Did not see that coming. Northern Arizona, the Lumberjacks. So apparently they have a good team as well. But Tech has a legit shot at winning a national title. Uh, the women coming at number nine this week, still in the top ten. The uh, Cavs beat the Mavs 121-119. Did you see the final shot in that one? Yeah. Max Struss's 59-footer. Oh, Yikes. man, that was, that was pretty cool. That was the most entertaining NBA thing I've seen all year. Uh, Minnesota over the Spurs, 114-105. to Thunder beat the Rockets, 112-95. to And in the NHL, the Stars lose their sixth game in the last seven tries, 5-1 to to the Avalanche. They are struggling right now. Not ideal. Texas Tech softball is in action as we speak. And I can't find the Mountain West Network, so we're not watching it yet. Why can't just why can't we just have everything in one place? That's what I'm asking for at this point. That's it. I don't Nothing like monopolies, more. but I want a monopoly with my sports where I can just easily access everything. So uh, Tech Softball is in action in Jamie's favorite place, New Mexico. Can't wait. Next week, man. Next One week, week from today. Hopefully oh, I'll be back six by days now. From today. I would hope you're back by now. <laughs> it takes a long time. It's not to that get bad back. of a drive. There's some mountains along the way. Yeah, it's true. Cut through and get to see mountains. Mm-hmm. If Hax is driving, which he won't be this time, then you be fear Gus for your life. I. Gus is driving, so mm-hmm. how's Gus as a driver? Good. Good. So Gus start bench cut. Gus hacks. Chuck driving. Oh boy. Um there's no I, I don't have much issue with hacks. I just get nervous with his desire to take it as far as he possibly can without filling up in gas. <laughs> <laughs> that keeps so basically I'm like on edge for I don't I believe know, it. I believe it. Fifty to sixty percent of the time I'm worried that we're gonna run out of gas in the middle of nowhere. Okay, um, so that's going to end up making him be benched. Gus is the starter. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that Hax gets after it, though, and he doesn't like a stop a lot, which is similar to me. Okay, that's me Okay, yeah. so he gets he gets us home faster when he drives compared to me. Is We just got to make sure we're not going to run out of gas. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> I um, So easily cutting Chuck and... Uh, easily with the, I, I mean, the just I don't like to to take trips where I have to ha- have my hand on the old Bleep blank bar. bar the whole time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, Chuck likes to sleep when he drives too. Well, at least <laughs> caravans, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I bet I bet we hear from Mark uh, that Chuck slept at least the last two hours on the way home. Probably so. Then. In fairness to Chuck, he'll be up early on the morning drive tomorrow. Hey, uh, hey Ben, let's let's give Jamie a little fun. I wouldn't question you with baseball, but I need to question your baseball knowledge, Jamie. Pop quiz! Pop quiz, hot shot. I'm I'm hiding my computer screen because I think you're going to cheat. How well does Jamie know the roster this year? Numbers edition. Oh, boy. I'm giving a number, and you have to tell me who it is. No okay. cheating. No cheating over there. <laughs> Let me pull up my Get your sheet. Take, close your sheet out. Okay. I said sheet. So, uh, number 11. Davis Rivers, freshman catcher. a boy. Number five. TJ Pompey, freshman shortstop. Two for two. If you go 10 for 10 here, you get a high five. I'm not going to go 10 for 10. Number 17. Parker Hutera. Yes. Freshman pitcher. All right, three for three. Am I making this too easy on you? Number thirty. Um. Cole Cassi. Well done. Freshman. I was even going to give you a hint. Like mm-hmm. We saw him this past weekend. Mm-hmm. All right, four for four so far. Forty-eight. 48. Okay, so... 
48. You can pass and come back around. Brandon Birdsell. Um, <laughs> You're allowed to come back to it. Let me come back to it. Okay. 41. Carson Baugh. Carson Baugh is 37. We haven't seen him yet. No. 40. You have seen 41. You already struck, so I'll give you who it is. is Brady Trumbello. Oh, Brady. Yeah, okay. How many have we done? We've done five, five. and you've got to come back around to one. Yeah. Okay. 26. Mike Gustafson. <laughs> Braxton Fulford. Um, 26. He's a pitch. No, 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 no. That, that's... Um, <laughs> your the backup. pressure of the pop quiz. Your backup catcher. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's, um, he started a game this week. Dylan Maxey. There we go. So uh, five for six so far. All right, let's go with number 38. Jacob Rogers. Okay, six or seven. 44. Hudson Luce. Dang. That's pretty impressive. Seven for eight. 35. If you get this one, I'm going to fall over. Thirty-five. Forty-eight is Mac Hewer. Right? Good job. He came back around to it. came back around to it. Thirty-five. Is it Chandler Coe? It is not. Oh, is it? It is uh, Thurman's kid. Oh, well, he's not on the real roster. That doesn't count. <laughs> that one doesn't count. That it's doesn't on count. the listed roster here. Yeah, it says he's not on the real roster. All that right, count. fine. So uh, you were eight for nine with the Mac Hewer. Last yeah. one, number 19. He is on the real roster, and he's a freshman. I'm out. Joe... Sockwell. Sockwell. That was that was pretty impressive. It's the bottom line. This has been the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 100-7thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.